live. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Line Brawl Podcast. As per usual, I'm your host, Chris, and joining me is my wonderful co-host slash social media TikTok guru, James Gantis. What's up? <laughs> it's Jimmy Hockey here, <laughs> signing in from Montreal, Quebec. Lockdown has been changed from 8 p.m. to 9.30, so the people are loving it. Um... Huge, a lot of things to talk about. Cole Caulfield has scored now two overtime goals. And uh, things are looking up for the Montreal Canadiens. Chris, where mm-hmm. are you and how are you? Uh, well, I'm still in Toronto. It is uh, piss and rain right now. I would say that's a pretty good adjective to describe where we're at at the moment. Um, but we're surviving okay out here. Uh, we got to talk about Cole Caulfield, obviously. Mm-hmm. The other thing that we need to talk about is, uh, I think for the longest time we thought that the Leafs and Habs were going to be a playoff matchup. And I don't think that that might be the case anymore. The Jets have really been struggling recently. Yeah, we're sort of getting... Oh, shit. One sec. Um, we're sort of getting... Bazinga! By the league here. It's a big bazinga. <laughs> big bazinga by the NHL. Um, yeah, I was really looking forward to a Montreal... Toronto, but uh, fuck man, Winnipeg cannot get it together right now. I'm pretty sure Mark Scheifele was just a healthy scratch. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what they're trying to do to motivate that team at the moment, but it has really gone downhill for them this past couple weeks. I would say, I mean, Edmonton's firmly locked in second place at this point, and I mean, I would say that Montreal has way more of a mismatch playing Edmonton. Um, you don't like them against Edmonton? Nope. I like them way more against the Leafs. Strange. Well, the records would show something different there, Christopher. Well, enlighten me. Well, I think, I'm pretty sure they're 5-2-1 and one against the Oilers this season, and they've been getting, they definitely have a losing record against the Leafs. Yeah. Hmm. And Leafs, Leafs are just a better team. Leafs look really good. I think, I think it's beneficial to play, uh, the thing is, they're choke artists and they're pussies, so they're probably going to lose in the first round. But as in terms of just a matchup, take everything else away, Habs do match up better against the Oilers. Well, I mean, we'll have to figure and that those out. Are I mean, some, it's not set in stone. Those are some rough and tumble games also. Those are, those are my favorite games of the season. Big hit yeah. in action. I mean, it's... Jujar Kara knocked out cold. That's what Papa I lives mean, for. It's not set in stone, obviously. I think Montreal is still currently on track to play the Leafs, but I know that the Jets have really kind of closed that gap due to their poor play, and I'm really yeah, kind that's of surprised. The Winnipeg's trending down and Montreal's trending up, so it looks like they're going to overtake them, but right now it is still um, Leafs versus Habitants. Yeah. So and let's 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 get into the Habs, like as you because I think you I think you're probably itching to talk about this a little bit. Uh, Cole Caulfield back to back OT goals to start it off. I mean, that's a pretty cool way to start your career. That is very cool way to start your career. I mean, you could tell the first couple games he looked like just mentally he was like making passes to no one, but he was always he was getting open. They were just they were mistakes that were gonna be corrected. He just needed to get his feet wet a little bit, and um, now you can see even on the on that power play before he had like two or three good looks. One ringed it off the crossbar. He he had a really good game. I'm getting a lot of hate. I just made a TikTok about uh, about about it, and all the all the comments are like, "Oh yeah, buddy, 
but he thinks he's Wayne Gretzky now. It's like, no, they always say Wayne Gretzky 2.0. Like, how stupid are you guys? No one's saying Wayne Gretzky. But he does look, <clears throat> he's looking better every game, and the two goals just show it. I mean, that's a bit of a, that's a comment that a milk drinker would probably say. That's a, that's a full-on milk drinker comment. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's only for the, the people who get the inside jokes. You have to yeah. go back and listen to all our podcasts. That's going to yeah. be two hours of homework for you if this is your first <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Yeah, and I don't, I don't get it. I don't know where anyone said that, that we thought that this guy was Gretzky. You know, yeah. we're just like... We think he's know, a good goal scorer. What do we want? Yeah, what do you want from us? Yeah. We finally from, fucking have a good goal scorer. It's from, Oilers sure. fans. it's from Oilers fans because you're spoiled. That's why... That's and Leafs fans. That's purely what it is. And Leafs yeah. fans. It's a lot from them, too, because they're spoiled, and they haven't won shit. <laughs> <laughs> So that's to all you haters. Uh, actually, I'm going to read one. Someone just called me a Habs princess, and I thought that was a really mean and funny way to start off a comment. <laughs> so. A Habs princess? <laughs> okay. That's, that, that doesn't sound too bad. Oh, shit. I didn't realize my uh, phone was connected to it. Um, this is that was riveting. a good audio. <laughs> riveting podcasting. It, it's like an Enya remix I found. Um good podcasting no such thing as dead air on our podcast um and i can't find it i think he deleted <laughs> good podcast segment that was james looks for a comment in tiktok and can't find it so any notes on the game chris well i mean i've got some stuff to talk about with vancouver because i think they're really going to be putting uh edmonton in a bit of a favorable position at this point now i'm excited because they're trending so far downward that we're now almost getting eligible for a draft pick at this point. We're sitting 28th in the league at the moment. And as we all know, with like the new changes after Edmonton kept winning the first overall pick throughout the entire 2000s, it's anyone's game, right? And 28th is a really good position. I mean, I don't think that there's a ton of people in this particular draft class that's going to be franchise changing i think owen power they talk about him being a number one overall pick out of the university of michigan i think he's going to be a good defenseman i don't think he's gonna you know do anything yeah. to break in right away but yeah no one has any uh, i was just looking at all the guys on the mock draft who was projected to go uh, like one to 15 i was looking at their stats and not really nothing stands out they look like uh yeah exactly like you Owen Power will definitely be a solid NHL player. He's, he's huge, too. 6'5", 214. Jesus Christ. Is he 6'5"? Yeah, that's tall. He's 6'5". That's like a 20-year-old, um, I think. Well, yeah. Can you? Is he a late draft? No way. He's in the 18. Or, but oh, you know what? Yeah, he would be. What am I talking I about here? I understand this. Yeah. Um, Matthew Bernier. Do you know anything about him? Uh, he's off the rails already. What's what's the hole? What's the hole in your lineup right now? If you had to pick one, <laughs> uh, I would say our entire defensive core is a pretty big hole. What do you think of point. Quinn Hughes? Overrated? Underrated? I think or perfectly the same. I would say that he's still perfectly rated, and for the sole reason that this is not a good year to judge Vancouver. I mean, I don't know like what anyone is expecting of this team at this point in time. I mean. Really, there's no an ability for them to come back. 
They've taken so much time off, and they're just getting absolutely shelled at this point. They've lost, convincingly, the past few games to the Leafs and the Oilers. I mean, they're playing Edmonton five five more times, I think. I, it, it's just a non-starter for them at this point. And one so little solace, just, I mean, I don't like the fact that they're having a downward year, but one thing I will take into consideration that will be helpful for us is that Vancouver's got a couple big contracts coming up, right? They got to sign Elias, Elias Pettersson. They got to sign Quinn Hughes, right? Like these guys are going to demand big money and both of them have had pr pretty bad years, right? Which could help us out from just a money standpoint from the flat cap. No, but, that's nice. It looks like, uh, you know, sorry, they are, they're being signed next year. Is this their contract year? Yeah, this is their contract year. Both of them. Yeah. Shit, well, that's nice for you then. Yeah, maybe send them to uh, yeah. something manageable because you guys are in cap hell for sure. Especially for having a yeah. team that's not making the playoffs. Well, we've got two more years of cap hell. So after that, we lose Antoine Roussel, we lose Jay Beagle, we lose Brandon Sutter, we lose. Uh, that's the boys. Louis Erickson, <laughs> Louis Erickson <I> has <laughs> just been. Uh, he's been an anchor on your team, just weighing it down. <laughs> that sucks for him. Uh, just a thorn. A thorn in my side. <laughs> completely. Ever since. That's, that's Carl Alsner for us. At least years. Does he. Oh, God. <clears throat> Erickson plays, right? No, he doesn't play at all. He's been like on the taxi squad. Like he's been to Utica. Like he's gone everywhere. <laughs> no, like, Utica. Except on this hockey team. Like he's not allowed anymore. Shit. Did you hear my joke? Chris, can you hear me? Yep. Did you hear my joke when you said Utica? And I said, no, Utica. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we can, we can cut that out. But yeah, we can do that. <laughs> we will not. Because <laughs> I do the editing. That's true. Um, so the, the boy, um, so let's go through that game. Oh my God. So we can suck Caulfield off as much as we want, but Suzuki has been the best player without a doubt on this team for the past five games in that span. He has, I don't know how many points cause I didn't do my homework. Nine points. This is my post editing voice. If anything is said in this voice, that means it was recorded after the original recording to correct how stupid I sounded in the first one. Enjoy the show. But all I know is this guy's lighting the lamp. He had two against um, that other team that we just played. Fuck me, I can't remember. He had two against the uh, Ottawa Senators, and he had a point. He had a goal and an assist against the Leafs. That also could be wrong. <laughs> really, I'm really just saying nonsense. <laughs> that was all wrong. He had three points against the Leafs and one point against the Ottawa Senators. But um, he, he's been our best player, without a doubt. He's got five points in the last five games, maybe six points in the last five games. Again, that's nine points in the last five games. This is where a guy like having Shea Weber as your captain is going to be helpful, right? A bunch of new guys that are playing really well in the regular season that don't have a ton of playoff experience. Oh, yeah. Hopefully he's healthy by then. Um, I'm sure. Any updates on Brendan Gallagher? Do you know how how many, like, is he two weeks out, three weeks out? Where is he? Do you know? No, I have no idea, Chris. <laughs> you can't just put me on the spot like that, Chris. Why not? I just figured that you would at least update your best player. <laughs> Nick Suzuki <laughs> is our best you'd player. Want, oh, did, did I you see? You'd want to know? Did you see that? What he does there? That fake shot, cross crease pass to Toffoli. 
Like, he does that as good as anyone in the league. It literally froze Jack Campbell in his seat. He's like, this is 100% a shot. I will take this as if it's a shot. And he's like, oh, puck's actually over there on the other side. Defoley's putting it in the back of my net. That's unfortunate for him. Do you think that's that's exact line of thinking? That's what Jack Campbell yeah, said? He, yeah, yeah in, in slow motion. He goes, this is for sure a shot. He'll probably go glove side. And then, uh, what am I going to do after the game? Oh, wait, what a minute. <laughs> the puck's all the way over there. <laughs> <laughs> going off and of... Then, uh, uh, Going off of just like another, I think another terrible take that I think is worthy of me kind of bringing back from last week. Do you remember when we were actually debating last week whether uh, Connor McDavid was going to get to a hundred points this season? Yeah, what is he now? Like ten points away. He's has ninety one points in fifty games. Oh, <laughs> so he's so he's probably going to do it. He's got to get nine points in. Oh gosh, I want to say six games. Yeah. Do you know that who they're playing? That seems pretty doable. Yeah, they play Vancouver you know like play? four or five times. Oh, God. Yeah. It's going to be a feeding frenzy. Yeah, he's going to he's he's gonna get there. He's going to get there no problemo, I don't think. But, I see, man. I see. My soundboard just shut off, so um, I won't be saying bazinga or bruh. You're not I saying just bruh? I the sound. No, I can just be the soundboard. Yeah. If you say if you have a bruh moment, I'll be like bruh, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm I'm really excited for the future of this team. I think uh, I think Caulfield looks. We finally have like three weapons on the on our power play unit. Like we have Weber's out right now, but Petrie, Kakanyemi on the left, mm-hmm. Suzuki on the right, and then the next one is. Uh, Suzuki on the right to Foley on the left like mm-hmm. two solid lines going in and now you can see we're actually moving it around all we have to do is gain the goddamn zone which seems so hard for us some games but uh, once we gain the zone it, it looks dangerous and that is something I haven't been able to say about a Habs power play in a very very long time mm-hmm. that's very fair um, I kind of just feel like trash talking the Leafs right now I just despise them I think Matthews <laughs> is fat um. <laughs> before before you do, before you do that, did you uh, did you happen to see the the Capitals Rangers game that huge brawl where where Tom Wilson just yes. decided to absolutely destroy everybody on the New York Rangers ice? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I saw that. And then he did like he did like the meat the meat baby thing, like this jacked guy <laughs> with all his with his equipment still on. I have no idea what he was doing or an impression of, but it was pretty funny. You know, it's uh pretty amazing that uh, if, if I were to have a soundboard, I would want to do the uh, Jesse from Breaking Bad, he can't keep getting away with it video, you know? Just... No, he can, because he only got a $5,000 fine. <laughs> How are we still fining this guy? Like, I don't get Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I, I don't I don't really know what happened there. You know, Panarin's done that for the season. given... Right? Sorry? Panarin's done for the season because of that. Because of that? Yeah. Con- concussion? Well, like, I mean, I don't really know what it was specifically. And it, look, I mean, it's all relative in the sense that the Rangers aren't making the playoffs this year, and so they're probably just shutting them down. But at the same time, like, that's their best player. That, Dude, that's like, their best player? And he just, like, he just took him and slammed him down into the ice just because yeah. he's actually just, like, yeah, like, he can't keep getting away with it. You need to throw that to, on, your, on your soundboard. Yeah. Um, 
but he does. Yep. He like that. That was a dirty play. Yep. Both both things like the uh, the punch in the back of the head on the way down. Like oh my god, when you're that big of a guy, you just don't have to have that big of a guy and that angry. It's just a dangerous combination. Yeah. Well, he got away with it. You know, I don't know what is exactly five thousand dollars to Tom Wilson, but I am imagining that it's uh, money well spent in his eyes. A uh, couple big games that are coming in tomorrow that come with the same playoff implications. Montreal and Ottawa, Calgary and Winnipeg. Again, Calgary, I know that they're not fully there. They're still kind of sticking around. I don't think that there's any worry that needs to happen on Montreal's end, but... No, I mean, I'm, pretty much over, I'm pretty much over them as a threat. I, uh, I think they've been neutralized by themselves. Yeah. Happy to see their playoff hopes fall in shambles i mean we're not happy but no i'm happy it was us or them and now it's the habs baby cole caulfield for con Smythe. you heard it here first (laughs) that's that's an absolute red hot (laughs) (laughs) that's probably as hot of a take as i've ever had on this show yeah uh that's huge okay i'm uh i'm holding you to that if you don't you have to I don't know. I can seppuku. We're going to come up with something. I can just seppuku. That's the, probably the easiest one. That's entirely possible. But, uh, yeah, this no, I mean, the, like you said, Winnipeg's actually a bit of a threat at this point. They're tied currently for playoff po- for points, but Winnipeg is still ahead based off of wins, which I think, if I remember correctly, I also believe that Winnipeg has the tie break. Why would they just have the tie break? So based on the previous games that they've already played this year, Winnipeg's won more matchups against Montreal oh, and yeah, vice yeah. versa. So Winnipeg has the tie break, so that means that puts us in a good position. Because I don't think I don't think Montreal wants to play Edmonton in the first round. I think they're the way thing better is, suited to play the Leafs. They'll it'll bruise them up for sure. Like they're gonna you're going into the second round bruised up if you play the Oilers. I'm kind of against you. I think I think we actually have a better chance of getting past the Oilers. Leafs are Leafs are really good. As much as I hate them, as much as Austin Matthews is a fat loser that needs to hop off Jay Beebs, um, I think he's probably the second best player in the world right now. I'll say it. His scoring is it's a cheat code. I'm sick of seeing him celebrate in front of a Montreal Canadiens goalie. Um, what was I saying again? I got lost, and I'm just I'm, <laughs> I fucking hate the Leafs. I hate all the Leafs yeah, fans. You that gotta come on my TikToks. Got it. If you had an inhaler, now's a good time to use it. <laughs> Bazinga! Yes, it's oh, back. The soundboard's back, baby. Okay, we were nervous there for the first like five minutes. Kobe. Did you hear my Kobe sound? That one's actually a pretty bad one. Damn, rest of Kobe. Kobe. (laughs) It's an appropriate one for a hockey podcast. Stop. Bazinga. It's a mess. Sorry. That was supposed to be a laugh track, and then I had to hit Bazinga to stop it. We can cut all this out, but we probably won't. (laughs) The editing team's pretty impressive around here. (laughs) Um, uh, 1% on the phone. That's nice for Papa. What else do we have to talk about, Chris? What's going on in the league? Honestly, 
I'm trying to think what else we got going on the league. I can ask one final question for you because I want to think that, uh, you know, we're going to have to talk about this. So the East Division that we've got right here, we've got the Islanders, the Bruins, the Penguins, the Caps. Do you think Philadelphia has been the most disappointing team this season? Um, I'm just pulling up their stats right now. <sighs> yeah. Um, well, Buffalo is always disappointing. I think that's not, Buffalo... that was not surprisingly disappointing as Philly was, though. I feel like Buffalo has been terrible, but everyone thought they were going to be terrible. Yeah, but why? Sorry to change the subject, but why are they keep being terrible? Just surround, like you have Darlene, who's great. You have Eichel, who's great. You have, like, a supporting cast on your top six. Just, like, get fucking players who can play defense and a decent goalie. But anyways, Philadelphia. Um, what's... Yeah, I don't know. What Do you know any why they've been so shitty? I don't really watch Philadelphia. Well, it's the same thing. Carter Hart, I think, was supposed to take a big step this year. And oh, uh, yeah. I don't really Carter think that Hart's he was expected bad. to. You know, I mean, he really hasn't. But at the same time, like, is this a greater indictment of Carter Hart or Philly's defense, right? I've watched a few of their games, and it hasn't been, you know, Provorov has been great. But, I mean, even guys like, I mean, think about a guy like Shane Gossespierre, who's really fallen off the map the last couple seasons. You know, he was put on waivers this year, and no one claimed him. It was crazy. He was, like, a really high-profile defenseman at one point. He was the highest-profile defenseman in the league at one point. I, I remember say- everyone was like... Who is this guy? And he was just putting up... I think he had the most defensive points in the league one year. I would say that's like, probably pretty accurate. Is yeah, this guy? And now, uh, yeah, it seemed like there was just one season of that, though. And then, um, you know, that, that core group just can never seem to get it done when it matters. No, I agree. It's too difficult, right? It doesn't, like, really call for any ability to have any just rhyme or reason for why Philadelphia hasn't been doing well, right? But it's like you said, Buffalo's obviously... I mean, how long have they been a train wreck for, you know? (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing. Like, Buffalo... And I feel like they actually have good players. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, you feel like the bones of their... like At least, like, the foundation of this team. Like, there's pieces there, and you would think, actually, people would want to go play with a guy like Jack Eichel, you know? Who would, sort of? Anyone. Like, free agents? Yeah, like, like... I'm always, like, every year, I'm like, uh, the team that wins the Stanley Cup, I'm like, okay, what do they have that the other teams don't? Yeah. Okay, so you need a number one, you need a big number one center. And I'm like, okay, so this team has that. And then, what else do you need? You need a, a like, defensively dominant, puck-moving D-man. Okay, Dalin, they actually have that. And you need supporting cast. They actually have that top six. They have... What's his face? Uh, Sam Reinhardt. Sam Reinhardt. Casey have... Middlestat has been gr- like Casey Middlestat. Casey Middlestat's been average, but Sam Reinhardt. They have. Oh, fuck! Do I actually need to pull up their? They they have a couple other pieces that are like. They're actually putting a point. It just doesn't make sense how they're this. Well, bad. it's also an indictment on them based on how well. I mean, Taylor Hall what doubled his goal total in like three games with the Bruins. You know, like yeah, uh, it, uh, yeah. Well, they need a goaltender. Right, Linus Allmark is not cutting isn't it. Allmark, isn't I thought he was decent. I mean, he's decent, he's but like, you know, with a team that's as bad as that, you'd have to get a better goalie, right? If you're looking to have a quick fix and you can't really like turn your top six upside down, the best thing is to get a goalie who's maybe a bit more comfortable getting shelled, because Linus Allmark's not that guy. Um, just looking at their lines now. 
Oh shit, they have. Oh, Jeff Skinner has been has been bad. Okay, yeah, that that's what I was thinking of. Also, is um, Victor Olafson is with like had the most power play goals in the year last year. It's probably a lie, but he had he was up there. Dylan Cousins has been like a great rookie, and it's just they can't seem to win. I don't get it. Oh, their decor is brutal. That's what's yeah. going on. Just Rasmus Dahlin, and then Rasmus Ristolainen is, uh, you know, he's a big he's a big boy, but seems to. F- Fuck up a lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is what happens, right? Buffalo's got a lot of work to do. Yeah. Um, Nick Suzuki and Tyler Toffoli. Talk about <laughs> talk about a duo, baby. Those two are starting to find each other. I mean, it's a good thing you got Toffoli for how many more years? Three after this? Yeah, I think we signed him to... It was a four yeah, times like... four, right? Four times four is like sixteen. So, um, so many millions he's getting. He's actually making seventeen million in the next four years. So that's four point two five million. Jake Evans look great. Uh, Michael Froelich, I think, always looks slow, and I'd like to not see him. Jeff Petrie, I'm the biggest. I'm the biggest. My name is Jeff. <laughs> I'm the biggest Jeff Petrie hater in the world. And he has been on fire, especially in the three-on-three and the power play. He's uh, yeah, he's looking he good. He's really moving out there. He's the primary assist on both um, Caulfield's overtime winners. I'm, I'm liking... Start picking... This is good, Jeff Petrie. This is the Jeff Petrie I want to see. He still has made a lot of bad passes that have been intercepted. Um, John Merrill, have you seen him? Yep. Yeah. He looks like oh, yeah. a, a pretty rad dude if you look up his <laughs> his uh, hockey <laughs> DB picture. He's got the mullet and the mustache, but uh, eh, he's been a little underwhelming. Romanov actually has had a pretty bad game the last couple games, I've noticed. First um, fight, though. First fight, yeah, good for him. I, I, made, a, I made a video about it, and uh, it got taken down because it was violent. But he fucking, he wouldn't drop those gloves. He just, they were glued to his hand. Did you see it? Yep. He's just getting. What he, was, he was just. The rage took over, you know? He was just getting wailed in the face, and you're like, oh, what, like, what's going on? Like, this has got to stop. <laughs> just left the gloves on and then finally dropped them. Um, yeah, looking for Romanov to pick it up a bit. He he had two, two turnovers that left led to uh, breakaways from Toronto last night. Luckily, Jake Allen, Jake the Snake, as I call him, and no one else does, uh, was able to shut the door. Jake Allen, you know, he's been, again, same thing. I know we've been talking about it before, but, I mean, just what a saving grace for this team that Carey Price can take some time off. Yeah. I don't know if Carey Price's career is going to last much longer. <laughs> seems, <laughs> seems to be injured for a long time every season. I give him five more seasons. I think that that's... Yeah, but how many of those seasons are going to be good? Three. You think? I like that. Three. I like that optimism, Chris. Yeah. This is what's good. I think, uh, what do you think? Do you want to end on that optimistic note about Carey Price getting three more good years as a hab? Here is the Carey Price getting three more good years as a hab. Yeah. And, he is, uh, he's a hunk. That's... We want to we wanna yeah. see him in that blue blonde rouge because he's a super hunk. Yeah. Good old BC boy. Is he a BC boy? He absolutely is a BC boy. Good for him. I've got a couple of those on the team. Brendan Gallagher, oh, yeah. uh, Shea Weber. Oh yeah. BC Core. 
out west are saving les habitants. Oh, we. Oui. Okay, well, uh, Chris, this was a blast. As per usual. Um, you know, probably not our most polished one in terms of having all the stats ready, but come on. But you know what? Papa That's had a couple. Growing. Papa had a couple before the the recording. Sue me. This is part of growing and living and learning as a podcast. Yeah. All you loyal listeners out there, thank you. Yeah. Again, this podcast is Another sponsored one's... by Honey. Honey, all your safe browsing. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody has sponsored this podcast. Yet, but again, I like that optimism too. But, uh, <laughs> this has been the Line Brawl Podcast, and it's signing off. Have a good week, everybody. Yeah, have a good, nice week, everyone. Bye.